Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Sex with Jaya is brought to you by Aloe Cadabra. Aloe Cadabra is 95% organic aloe vera. Visit www.allocadabra.com today. Step inside the sensual world of sex with Jaya. This hour will bring you sex education like you've never heard before. It's uncensored, no holes barred advice to increase your sexual knowledge and performance. Now, here's your host, Jaya. I'm ready for sex with Jaya. Are you? Uh, I'm ready for sex with Jaya. But who's this? I'm always ready for sex with you, baby. (laughs) (laughs) That's Sherry Winston on the line. So excuse my voice again today. I It's even worse than last week. I have strep throat. But as I said last week, the show must go on. So many people out there think that they're broken when it comes to sexuality. In most cases, they aren't broken. They just don't know how to play with their sexy parts. If you feel broken, hopeless, or you aren't having the best sex ever, then listen up today. Because my expert award-winning guest, Sherry Winston, author of Sherry Plug Your Book, Women's Anatomy of Arousal, Secret Maps to Buried Pleasure. I love it. We're going to explore what it means to be sexually whole, how to heal what we consider to be broken, and we're going to fill up this hour with tips and techniques galore to help you fill your erotic toolkit for better sex. Make over your sex life starts today with this show, so let's dive it right in. Hi, Sherry. How are you doing today? I am doing great, Jaya. Sorry to hear you're a little under the weather there, but uh, you still sound pretty sexy to me. Thanks. (laughs) Uh, Maybe it's just my sex goddess voice. What you were going to say, (laughs) D-Love? You, 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 like people have been saying all week, you sound a little like you're crying. Yeah. I'm not crying. I'm really happy. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm really happy, too. I'd love to tell... Uh, your your audience, um, what we've been getting all excited and worked up about. You want me to tell them about it? Tell us. Well, Daya and I are going to be teaching another super sex makeover retreat. Uh, we did it last year out in L.A. and in, in Jaya's neck of the woods. This year, we're doing it on the East Coast in Saugerties, New York, which is my neck of the woods. And uh, we're going to tell you a little bit more about it later. Uh, and if you want to find out more, you can always visit supersexmakeover.com, but we're really excited. The two of us have cooked up an even more amazing retreat for this year, three whole days, two juicy sex goddesses, and it's going to be transformational for so many people. So we are really, um, yeah, talk about um, really good foreplay. We are working up to having an amazing three-day retreat. We've been working on foreplay for like a year. 
<laughs> so you can imagine what the orgasm is going to be like. Exactly. Three days, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so Sherry and I also have been shooting some videos for you. Um, we have a YouTube series that you can see on my YouTube site. Um, and Sherry, during the shooting, you shared a story with me about a woman who thought that she was broken her entire life until she got your book. Can you share that story for a moment? I would. I have to say, actually, you know, I've been getting a lot of these um, since my book has come out. And it, um, this one, among many others, really actually made me cry. Mm -hmm. I was so happy that this woman got this information. She um, was, uh, was about 30 years old, and ever since she became sexually active, um, she had had pain on penetration. And, in fact, also had pain when she got a speculum exam or a pelvic exam, and she went to doctors and therapists, and she did all kinds of different things, um, and nobody could ever explain why she had this, and she really just felt broken, and it had been a, a major impact on her relationships. She'd gotten to the point for a number of years where she didn't even want to be in a relationship because she didn't want to have to have that talk with the guy where she said, you know, really, it's not you, it's me. And I'm basically, I'm broken. I'm messed up down there. And um, she is currently in a relationship, and it was really creating a strain on her current relationship. So she got my book, and for the first time really understood all of her equipment. And, and women, we have a whole network of structures responsible for arousal and orgasm. And one of the things that we often don't understand is that unless we're at high-level arousal, uh, deeply and thoroughly in that trance state, and unless we've gotten uh, our genitals thoroughly engorged, all of the parts responsible for arousal and orgasm, not just the head of the clitoris, but when we have that whole system really big and puffy and juicy, um, then and only then really are we ready for penetration. So she learned this from the book. She did her homework. She practiced she got herself all engorged and had intercourse with her partner, and she said not only did it not hurt for the first time ever in her life, but she actually had orgasms from the intercourse, as it turns out, several orgasms from it. And she Yippee! was overjoyed. I know. Absolutely. And I'm telling you, it made me cry, just so overjoyed. She almost had surgery to try and fix whatever was, was thought to be wrong. She had been... Mm. Um, you know, to countless doctors, and um, all she really needed was some information about her body, about how it works, and as soon as she got that, she was able to just shift from feeling broken to realizing that she not only wasn't broken, she worked perfectly, um, and it was really what I think of as our, our maps, our cultural maps of our body and our sexuality, they're really what are broken, so... Mm -hmm. um, I'm telling you, it's, it's transformative stuff when we get the information that we need, that we deserve about who we are and how we operate and how we can operate at this um, really high level of pleasure and ecstasy. Mm, I love it. So a lot of people out there think something's wrong with them when they aren't having that mind-blowing orgasm. Like, you know, Cosmo magazine, it's all over the covers of magazines, like, 2,000 sex tips to have the mind-blowing, most best, amazing sex ever. And then people are like, well, wait a minute. I went home and I tried that 
2000 techniques and nothing happened. It wasn't great. I must, something must be wrong with me. What do you think are the obstacles that are really out there in our culture about, you know, that, that make people feel that way, but also that keep people from being sexually whole and really healing? That's a great question. And, um, I'll go back to the maps analogy for a moment. Uh, I think we have a lot of bad maps or models of how sex is and what's supposed to happen and, and who we are. And I'll, I'll give you a few of them. I'll start with the fact that I think most of us went to school and school taught us some really bad things. One thing mm-hmm. it tended to teach us was that experts and teachers and books and other sources outside of ourselves are the places to look for answers. And we didn't get trained mm-hmm. in looking inside and connecting with ourselves. And so Not I to think, mention that we're taught masturbation is wrong, so don't touch yourself. We'll do that one next. Let's do the, the, that we are not trained to check in with ourselves. And so we don't actually have a good sense of what works for us, what we like, where to go, how to connect up with our sexual energy. And, but we have a lot of idea of what we're supposed to look like. We know what we think we're supposed to be doing, and then we try and do that. So we're, we're often going through the motions or we're even trying a technique, but it's, it's coming from the outside instead of us looking inside of ourselves to find the paths that work for us. So that's one. But here, now, you do the next one. What about that so, self-pleasure problem? <laughs> the pleasure problem is that we're not allowed to have pleasure or touch ourselves or explore our own bodies or even know where to begin to do that because we have so much shame about it. I think that that, you know, that we're taught, oh, don't don't touch yourself down there. That's bad. That's wrong. And so why would we want to explore ourselves? It's easier to, and I think also we're taught, you know, like you said, the experts, but then there, to go even further is, you know, if we go into spirituality, it's not inside of us. It's something else. We're always looking for something external outside of us. So mm-hmm. I think it comes back to that again is like, you're supposed to look outside of yourself and not actually within yourself or be empowered within yourself. Yeah, what do you think, think, Sherry? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think here, you know, to go to the, to the self-pleasure, um, uh, there's, a, there's a big distinction here between men and women. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think that there should be, and I don't think we're actually that different when it comes to our desire and our libido. But girls, little girls, get the message way back when we're pretty small uh, not to go down there, you know, like it's Africa, and deep, dark, and mysterious in you really shouldn't go there. And so we have statistics like about half of teenage women don't self-pleasure. Half. Half of them. And that doesn't surprise me then when we come up with a statistic that about 10% of women have not learned their path to orgasm. Not that mm-hmm. they can't have one, they just haven't learned to get there. But how many men do you know did not self-pleasure as teenagers? Do you love... What do you think? You're a man. I don't, I don't know any. Um, I mean, only tangentially, I think, a few people whose shame levels were so high from religious indoctrination or mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Right. So I think um, here's another thing. You boys, you know, you have to touch your penis to pee. That's true. 
<laughs> well, so, we don't have to, but it certainly helps. It <laughs> Otherwise, helps, it's quite right? a mess. Well, well, we do try to train you to aim for the toilet, right? As a mother, <laughs> I can tell you, we try for that. But little boys have permission, because you have to, really, uh, mm. to touch their genitals in right. a way that little girls just don't. And I mm. think that that's, that's what I t- when I'm talking about that relationship with our, ourselves is, is for women, I think we really have to overcome those negative messages about touching ourselves and self-pleasuring. Mm-hmm. Um, although I think all of us, men and women, still have a lot of shame about our solo sex as something to hide instead of it being something to celebrate and that we don't recognize that our solo sex is the place where we can practice and pay attention just to ourselves and, and try things out and connect things up and, and rehearse and, um, and really take great notes about what's working. So I think we just, mm. we just so diss solo sex in our culture. Yes. Not you, of course. For, for, the, for the highly practical among us, what would be the motivation, besides diving into pleasure and great fields of pleasure to be discovered, what might be some motivating factors uh, like health or um, psychology or other things that people might be able to latch onto that would get them to lock themselves away in a room for that first 10 minutes or deep 30 or, or deep, deep. Two hours, three hours. Two hours, three uh-huh. hours of self <laughs> So before you answer that, Sherry, we have to yes. take a break. Okay. So everybody can hold on to that cliffhanger. Why do we want to self-pleasure? What is our motivation? More Sex with Jaya when we return. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Let's say you're female. Let's say you're over 50. Let's say your partner takes a little blue pill. Let's say he's ready to go maybe four hours. Let's say that's unfair. There's no little blue pill for women, but there is aloe cadabra, the first personal lubricant that's made from 95% organic aloe. So it's as natural as nature, which means it naturally does for your body what your body may no longer naturally do for itself. We're not saying that it will last four hours, but if you're lucky, neither will he. Aloe cadabra. Feel the magic happen. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. Drawing on resources from wellness communities throughout America and abroad, the show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Wellness Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and wellness network are you ready to become an oral sex aficionado and give your partner unforgettable pleasure day and night jaya world-renowned sexologist has created the ultimate educational experience for couples oral sex for couples features over 100 techniques in a three-volume series guys learn hand and mouth combinations that will send her soaring women Master ancient oral arts that will not only leave him breathless, but are said to keep you youthful and glowing. Both of you will be inspired to try the best positions for comfort and pleasure as you make love with your mouths. 
Watch now at www.oralsexforcouples.com. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya. Ladies, are you feeling out of touch with your sexuality and need a little boost? I just had a woman write to me about how she is gifting her friends Sherry Winston's Women's Anatomy of Arousal book combined with My Art of Female Self-Pleasure DVD. It made me think, what a perfect combination. And then throw in a little cadabra lubricant to go along with it while you're practicing your female self-pleasuring. You can use coupon code JAYA for 20% off when you order Allocadabra at allocadabra.com. You can go to sexisyou.com to get with Cherry's book, The Art of Female Self-Pleasuring and Allocadabra. And again, that's JAYA for 20% off. When it comes to sexual healing and wellness, oftentimes people feel like they're broken. So today we are talking about you're not broken. You just might not have all the information that you need. Before we went on break, D-Love uh, asked a question about, well, why would we want to touch ourselves? What's the benefit in that? Sherry, I can think of a million reasons. Sherry, I'll let you go ahead and start. Well, first thing to recognize is um, obviously it's pleasurable, but what I think a lot of people don't understand is how healthy pleasure is for you when we're experiencing pleasure we're flooding ourselves with all of the biochemical soup that supports health that supports us being in a good mood so there's antidepressant and mood elevating qualities in there Um, it helps our immune system operate at its fullest it helps our digestion we get benefits of aerobic exercise we get benefits of meditation so, you know, if you aren't going to self-pleasure just because it feels great, um, you can do it because it's good for you. Hmm. It is healthy for you all. Rejuvenation, hormones, all that yumminess. You know, I've been sick and I have to admit it. I've been masturbating a lot. I think I'm wearing a hole in my clitoris, Sherry. Oh, I think I trust that your clitoris isn't going to wear out and that you are helping yourself get better. I have faith. Well, my nose, my nose clears up when I have an orgasm. Like the whole time I'm aroused, that's because you have erectile tissue in your nose, anybody who didn't know that. And um, my nose gets all cleared up and I can breathe. So I just keep masturbating all day long. makes me feel there, better. There's another good reason. <laughs> <laughs> Clear up your nose. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Well, that's good for people who have a lot of nasal congestion. It actually you know, can help clear that up as well. Mm. Mm. Lovely. So I have a letter from someone. I'm going to read it and maybe we can help her. Dear Jaya, I followed your work for several years and I truly respect your work. I'm wondering if there's any advice you could give me on a topic I don't hear a lot about. I met a man who I I truly care about and who is my best friend. 
We're in our early 30s. With my past partners, I've been very sexually open and have had the good luck of being a woman who is sexually charged. I have experienced not only multiple orgasms, but have the ability to ejaculate such as you. Yippee! Congratulations. At the beginning of this relationship, everything was more connected than I had ever experienced and considered myself lucky to have found a partner on the same level as I. Unfortunately, after losing his job and having an intrusive ex appear, his libido has shot down dramatically. In the past six months, I can't count our sexual encounters on one hand. It has affected me so much that I now find myself unable to get aroused as before when it is with self-love. He is open to communication only in fleeting moments, would be content just hugging or watching TV for the rest of our lives. I tried to open up communication with little success. His perspective is that this is normal and that sex should cease after a few months. That sex is never the same at the beginning and that I have a problem. I was able to last a few years with a libido so this should be enough for me. Oh, he was able to last a few years with a libido, so this should be enough for me. He blames childhood trauma, watching an abusive father abuse his mother, having a controlling cheating ex, and his rapid weight gain after his job loss. So far, I've been able to help him lose weight. He lets me cuddle and massage him more and is admitted to this not being normal and would like to take a supplement. I looked into maca. Sadly, it sits on the counter. So um, she's looked into books online. What does a woman do when it's the man? My eyes have started to wonder, and I want to give it another informed shot before making a life-changing decision. We are now going together on three years. I can no longer bear the thought of developing a future in a sexless relationship. Thank you. Extremely frustrated and thinking of moving on. Poor What do you think, Sherry? I know. It's a tough situation because they really love and care about each other, and and I appreciate that, and I think um, really for them to get anywhere, they're going to have to communicate about what's going on. And I hear that she's saying she's tried to communicate and he's refusing, but I think at a certain point she's really got to be clear that the future of their relationship is at stake and that um, in order to stay in this relationship, they're going to have to open up that communication. So that's my mm-hmm. first thought. What do you think? Yeah. And, you know, I just want to also point out that this is the work that Sherry and I will be doing at the weekend workshop, Super Sex Makeover. These are the kinds of things that we're going to help couples with. So, you know, again, I say communication being the first thing. And I would I would actually look at the way they're communicating. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, is she criticizing him? Is she saying you're not giving me enough sex? Or is she saying, hey, remember that time when we were we were together and you xyz'd me you know Mm -hmm. um is how is she communicating this to him and then um what is it that arouses him i wonder if she's taken any time to actually ask him what hi honey what really turns you on um what can i do for you uh those kinds of things where we don't know we we don't ask the obvious a lot of times or state the obvious I think and that's so, true. Yeah. Yeah. Fi- finding out what are his turn-ons. And if he doesn't know what his turn-ons are, then, hey, what if we have a, you know, intercourses off the table, just a fun exploration of, hey, what if I do this to your penis? Does that turn you on? Or, hey, what if you turn me on in this way? Does that turn you on? Like, actually having like an, like, like when you're little kids and you play and you discover things that, that to come to each other with awe. That would be another piece that I would recommend. 
I think that's a great suggestion. I think it's one of the ways that we we um, can err because we think sex is supposed to be so serious, and we forget right. that playful, creative energy, especially romantic play and erotic play. And when we bring that energy back, it can really liven things up. I'm also really wondering, you know, he's talking about, or she's talking about what she believes he thinks, which is that he has this idea that this is normal, that um, a relationship starts out hot and juicy and that then it, the sex evaporates. And mm-hmm. I, I think that there's a common pattern that relationships go through but I don't think they have to do that. I think, in fact, that when we use that first falling in love, everything's hot and juicy period in a relationship as a template, as like training wheels, and we keep doing the kinds of things we did at that point, eye-gazing and affectionate touches and, 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 and sharing uh, intimacies and, and that if we can bring that energy into a relationship over time, it's what, it's what sustains it. So mm-hmm. I would also suggest and, um, that they have some games that involve eye-gazing, uh, maybe just holding each other so their hearts are aligned and, and breathing together and starting to just play with creating that connection energy, which then makes space for erotic energy to, to flow between them again. Mm-hmm. I also wonder how much of a pattern they've fallen into because I see that too. Like, oh, after the six months, we've gotten into a pattern, which is we go out to eat at that Indian restaurant and then we come home and I touch your boobs for a little while. Then I lick your clitoris for a little while. Then I put my penis in you and we hump until I have an orgasm. And that's what we do every Wednesday night. Yeah. So I just also (laughs) wonder, you know, again, talking about what you did when you first were together, it's like, well, what would happen if she took sex off the table and they just started dating each other again? Mm-hmm. And like you suggested, you know, the play, doing romance games or sensuality games, um, playing with some of that might also be a help. Uh, and another thing that I see in her letter here is, you know, he's had an abuse history. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if he's ever addressed that or released that or worked with that in any way. Because that would be another area that I would want to address if I were working with them as a couple um, a little bit much to go into on a radio show on how to help people release that. But I just wonder, you know, how much that affected his capacity for love, his capacity to accept pleasure or any of those things when growing up in, in, in an unsafe world. Absolutely. Um, so another I, suggestion. I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, that's, you know, it's one of the reasons we actually do retreats like the Super Sex Makeover is because for things like that, you you can't easily address it quickly or, you know, with a hot tip or two that's going to help people uh, heal that. And I'm sure that's part of what's going on uh, in this dynamic. And the other pattern I'm thinking about that's probably evolved for them is she's been the initiator of sex now, and then mm-hmm. he turns her down. So now right. she's got really hurt feelings. She's feeling rejected. He's feeling like she's always kind of pushing at him. And that's, pro- you know, they were, that's probably the pattern that they have now. So that's another pattern that they could look at and make a conscious choice to do something different. Mm-hmm. One more sort of radical option I'm going to throw out before we go to break, which is opening up your relationship. 
if he is not willing to shift or, you know, if, if you're in a sexless relationship, that there are other options other than ending the relationship. If the two of you love each other and are best friends and it's a great relationship other than the sex, you can always just be honest and say, you know, if this isn't working for me. If you're, you know, unwilling to go these routes or get help or change anything, then it's a deal breaker. But, you know, I love you and I want to possibly stay with you. And another possibility is let's open up the relationship and I'll take on sexual partners, but we stay together. How's that sound? So just wanted to throw that op op option out there. I'm really enjoying this show, Sex with Jaya, with Sherry Winston. You can go to supersexmakeover.com to find out more about our event. And Sherry, your website is intimateartcenter.com, correct? It is indeed. Great. We're going to take a break. Be right back with more Sex with Jaya. News, opinion, your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787, 1-866-472-5787, voiceamerica.com. Are you ready to become an oral sex aficionado and give your partner unforgettable pleasure day and night? Jaya, world-renowned sexologist has created the ultimate educational experience for couples. Oral Sex for Couples features over 100 techniques in a three-volume series. Guys, learn hand and mouth combinations that will send her soaring. Women, master ancient oral arts that will not only leave him breathless, but are said to keep you youthful and glowing. Both of you will be inspired to try the best positions for comfort and pleasure as you make love with your mouths. Watch now at www.oralsexforcouples.com. Let's say you're female. Let's say you're over 50. Let's say your partner takes a little blue pill. Let's say he's ready to go maybe four hours. Let's say that's unfair. There's no little blue pill for women, but there is Aloe Cadabra, the first personal lubricant that's made from 95% organic aloe. So it's as natural as nature which means it naturally does for your body what your body may no longer naturally do for itself. We're not saying that it will last four hours, but if you're lucky, neither will he. Aloe Kadabra. Feel the magic happen. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com tuned in to sex with jaya to ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own please call 1-866-472-5788 that's 1-866-472-5788 feeling shy send an email to jaya at missjaya.com that's j-a-i-y-a at missjaya.com now back to sex with jaya I'm very excited because next week I will be sharing a booth with Aloe Cadabra at the ANE, the Adult Novelties Expo here in Pasadena. And I'll be broadcasting live from the show. So that will be a first and very, very exciting um, to 
be able to interview guests right there live at the show at my booth. So it's going to be noisy and crazy, but very fun. You can check out more about Allocadabra at allocadabra.com and my site, sexisyou.com. Today, we're talking with Sherry Winston. And if you want to check out more about Sherry, intimateartscenter.com. So we were talking about sexless marriage, and that's sort of a hot topic this, you know, coming up. But there's also a lot of trauma that people deal with when it comes to sexuality, from physical abuse to emotional to cultural or parenting shame. What do you recommend, Sherry, that people do to overcome some of these challenges that we have? Well, I think for starters, it's good to take some time with yourself and to look inside and, and be honest with yourself about what's going on for you. If you have a, a history of physical or sexual abuse, to acknowledge that if, um, if you've had a lot of religious shaming. And I think it all begins with acknowledging what's so, what we're, what we're walking around with, what our history is, what's, what's living in our, our heart and our mind and our body and our spirit. Uh, and then we can start to address those issues. But I think we've just got to start by acknowledging what they are, or, or often there are a number of different ones that intersect. So that's mm. sort of my starting point, is really what, what's up? And, and where are the blocks and what are you, where are you numbing yourself? Because I think often what we do is we just deny and numb. That's like our, our cultural, <laughs> right? one of our big cultural patterns is, oh, there's nothing wrong and I'm just going to ignore it and I'll just watch some more TV and drink some beer and, and, um, and anesthetize myself. Mm-hmm. So beer just reminded me of something, Sherry. <laughs> I just I just wrote this blog this morning called Beer or Condoms, and um, I was watching at the View at the gym. I never watch TV, but they have a TV, like five TVs on, so I can't miss it. And this guy was on from a hidden TV show, like a hidden camera TV show. And they had done a hidden camera with like a 15-year-old boy who's in a grocery store asking for asking someone to buy him condoms. Mm-hmm. and most people wouldn't do it. Mm. But then they had the same thing with beer, mm. and almost everybody bought beer for the 15-year-old. Oh, so I wrote this whole thing about, you know, like condoms can save lives, but beer can kill people. So, <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, it got me started on just our, our culture and how, you know, here's this kid who's, if he's trying to protect himself, mm-hmm. But then, yeah, anyway, I can go on and on and on about all our cultural stuff. I know. I just have to, you know, the, um, they just passed. Uh, there was a law about video games that just passed that um, oh, yeah. they can be as violent as they want. They can be horrifically violent, but no sex. What? You know, it's a, really, yeah. That You know, um, the most abusive, shocking, horrible violence is okay as long as you don't see a nipple. Unless it's being blown off, of course. Pardon me? Unless, Unless the nipple's being blown off. Blown off. Right. Well, no, even then, you should have it covered before it's blown off. <laughs> ah, okay. Okay. Oh, my goodness. I know. So, so I think part of, part of it is acknowledging our cultural um, dysfunction and shaming and how sex is everywhere in this very surface way and used to sell all these products. 
but an understanding of the depth of it, of the nature of it, of the potential of it is is missing. So mm-hmm. I I think that's a a place to start. And then I I, I want to actually kind of talk about sort of some of the actual practical experiential exercises we do. I mean, that's one of the reasons I think we have so much fun when we lead things together is because a lot of what we can do is lead people through things where we're getting people to breathe more and and breathe more deeply. At the workshop, we chat less and we do lots more. (laughs) We do both. (laughs) 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 But, but, um, so, you know, breathing is just breathing. Just when you start breathing more, you start feeling more. And then those things that you've blocked out and numbed out are going to start arising for you. So, My partner, John, it? always says, the more you breathe, the more you feel. It's totally it's like true. Chant. So, you know, it's a way of starting to connect and find out what's going on inside yourself and start to awaken the parts of you that, that have been uh, protected by, your, by yourself. Mm. So do you have a particular breathing exercise that you absolutely love? Well, you know, I'm, I'm really fond of actually not giving people too many specifics because mm-hmm. I think we can get stuck in technique. So the first thing I like to say to people is just, just practice. Say the next time you're self-pleasuring. Just practice awareness. Just notice how you're breathing at different times in that journey and how you breathe as you go through your orgasm pattern. And after you've practiced the awareness, then the next time just play with enhancing a little faster, a little deeper. If you noticed at a certain point you were really holding your breath, at that point open it up and breathe more. If you notice at certain points you breathe really shallow and fast, maybe you want to play with breathing deeper and slower. So rather than a specific technique, first practice just awareness and then practice playing and noticing what happens. Mm-hmm. So that's, that would be my starter. How about you? So it's like having awareness and then playing with shifting what, what is and then noticing what happens when you shift it. Exactly. Yeah. One of my favorite techniques is just mouth open, eyes open breathing. Looking at each other with your mouths open and your eyes open and while you're making love, just nice like (sighs) 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 with your mouths open. I think it's hot. (laughs) 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 So my funny laugh today. I'm going to agree with you. It is hot. It is hot. You know, also... um, uh, when we open our eyes and we open our mouths, it also helps us open our bottom and open our genital area mm-hmm. and actually open uh, a tunnel or a tube, an energy tube. It's really a physical tube, too, through the center of our body, and it helps us start to connect our top and our bottom and our, and our thinking and our feeling. I mean, it just really helps us start tuning in in a great way because it's all of a... All the parts of our body that we can open and close are, are hardwired together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So 
to take it even further, I like to talk about what is sexually possible. So most people have no idea what's possible. Sherry, you and I were always exploring, I feel like, <laughs> and they aren't even motivated to find out. Like, I'm always sad when I hear studies that are like, all these women aren't having orgasms and, you know, most of them don't even care. Or all these people aren't having sex and a lot of them, they just don't even care. So they aren't like us sex geeks. <laughs> what can we do to help them get motivated? <laughs> okay, so first we're going to start a movement of sex geekery. Yes. Um, and uh, try and inspire people all over the world to become sex geeks. No, mm. that's probably not the best idea. Okay, here's another idea. <laughs> <laughs> here's another idea. Uh, let's just talk a little bit about what is possible. Um, but framing it as it's not, you don't have to learn to do this stuff, but you can if you want to. It's just like learning to play the piano or learning to speak French. You can learn it if you want. Because I think a lot of people say, oh, I don't really care about that because they've already decided that's not possible for them. Mm-hmm. So before we say what's possible, what I want to say is to anybody who's listening, everything we're going to talk about right now is possible for you. If you want to learn it, you can. It's possible, people. Okay, so what's possible? Well, it's (laughs) possible to have dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of orgasmic peaks in a sexual experience. Peaking Peaking over and over and over again. Over and over and over. And that's now, when you talk about a peak, do you mean an orgasm? Yes. Yes. Okay. It's possible to have dozens and dozens and dozens of orgasmic peaks. Yay. Yay. And what about, like, hands-off, clothes-on orgasms? Ooh. That one's really good, isn't it? <laughs> that's a good possibility. I like to give myself those all the time. I know. So do I. And here's the thing, though. You know, I, I actually have a three-breath orgasm um, video, and, you know, people make comments the way they do and, and will ignore the really crude, stupid ones, but for a lot of people are legitimately saying, oh, she's faking it. And what I say in response to people is, well, you really can't tell from the outside if I'm faking it or not. I mean, if you know me, you know that I'm not because I'm just, you know, always in integrity. But the only way you can know if it's possible to do that is to learn the, the techniques to practice and then see if you can experience it. And mm-hmm. then you'll know whether it's something that's possible or not. And instead of believing me or you that it is possible, um, you can find out for yourself. Right. There's all kinds of different kinds of orgasms, too. I want to add that to the list because you can have multiple orgasms, but you can also have all type, different types. Like what? I think that that's of orgasms. Like, you know, for women, there's the clitoral, there's G-spot, there's perineal sponge, there's, there's many, anal, you know. There's breasts and nipples. Right. right? And there's many, many, many different kinds. And for men, um, penile and, of course, prostate and anal as well. Right. I just had someone write to me today who said they had prostate orgasms without touching their penis at all. Like Voila. milking, <laughs> like prostate milking without touching the penis. So, so much possibility, people. So much. And you can have orgasms that you experience as being at different places in your body, like heartgasms, 
or you know eye gasms, knee uh-huh. gasms. We got to go to a break. Have an <laughs> orgasm during break. More sex with Jaya when we return. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Let's say you're female. Let's say you're over 50. Let's say your partner takes a little blue pill. Let's say he's ready to go maybe four hours. Let's say that's unfair. There's no little blue pill for women, but there is aloe cadabra, the first personal lubricant that's made from 95% organic aloe. So it's as natural as nature, which means it naturally does for your body what your body may no longer naturally do for itself. We're not saying that it will last four hours, but if you're lucky, neither will he. Aloe cadabra. Feel the magic happen. Now there's a new destination for video content. VoiceAmerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7. VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. Are you ready to become an oral sex aficionado and give your partner unforgettable pleasure day and night? Jaya, world-renowned sexologist, has created the ultimate educational experience for couples. Oral Sex for Couples features over 100 techniques in a three-volume series. Guys, learn hand and mouth combinations that will send her soaring. Women, Master ancient oral arts that will not only leave him breathless, but are said to keep you youthful and glowing. Both of you will be inspired to try the best positions for comfort and pleasure as you make love with your mouths. Watch now at www.oralsexforcouples.com. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own. Please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya. We're back. I'm here with Sherry Winston, IntimateArtsCenter.com. And we are talking about you're not broken. You just don't have all the information. So, you know, Sherry, when it comes to the information, what are some things that you think people need to know? I think you need to know about all the parts you really have, including the ones that aren't in the books or no one's ever talked to you about, and how they're connected and how they work so you can make them work to the most amazing ability that they have. So So when you say they aren't in all the books, how would people find out about those parts? Well, they could look at my book. (laughs) (laughs) There is one book that has them. (laughs) Women's Anatomy of Arousal. 
Um, and it's part of why I wrote that book, so women would know all the parts they have. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have to also say that uh, we've, we have some serious ignorance about male anatomy as well. Um, so I think we need to start with understanding the body, and not even just our genitals, but, but our whole bodies. Mm-hmm. So I think that's an important, really important part of it, just to start being grounded in knowing what you have and uh, how to make it very, very happy. I think another need to know is communication. Mm-hmm. How do we communicate about sex? People don't know how to talk about sex because they've never had a model for how to talk about sex. So we often either don't talk about it or we criticize when it comes to how we're being loved or how we're being, how we're even communicating love. It's so true. We don't, um, we didn't get taught how to have good relationships. We didn't get taught relationship skills. And so both sex and relationships are based on skills that are learnable, but we just watched sitcoms and, and read fairy tales and looked at our parents, and so most of us didn't learn how to be in relationship, how to love each other well, how to love ourselves well. That's another thing we need to learn, how to, how to just love ourselves. And, and all of this stuff is learnable. That's yes. the key. It's, it's all stuff we can learn, but it does take consciousness. It takes deciding you want to learn it, and then figuring out where can I, where can I learn this stuff? Because it's not like tennis lessons or something where you could just open the, the your computer and and find the local place to go learn tennis. So right, there isn't the local um, sexological studies work center mm-hmm. <laughs> orgasm classes. That's why we there do what a, we do. <laughs> yes, the local orgasm class. Um, although online, I must say that there are, you know, there are more and more people educating online and doing webinars and that sort of thing. But when it comes to sex, I feel like a lot of it is about experience, at least in my opinion. That's why I have chosen to become a somatic sexologist, which means working with the body and really experiencing it. It's not just like sex isn't just something that we talk about. You have to get it in your body and, and practice it. And it's such fun practice, isn't it, Sherry? It's the most fun practice, I think, in the world. Yes. Um, what do you think? What else do you think people really need to reach their erotic potential? I think another thing that we lack education around and in is not just the genitals, but the whole body. What are the erogenous areas? What happens? I, I feel like in sex, we ignore the body. Like it's supposed to be this like penis in the vagina as opposed to what happens if I play with an earlobe or what happens if I just spend hours kissing or like how to extend and expand sex right. to so include to, all of sorry. it. Just Go start ahead. with a bigger definition of what sex is. Mm-hmm. That's you know, exactly it. It's funny. I was, I was teaching a class and I was talking about when I uh, first learned to ejaculate and I was describing like this five-hour sex marathon Mm. And then uh, we were doing questions, and this woman goes, where on earth did you find a man that could last for five hours? And I was like, <laughs> oh, my gosh, you thought I meant we had intercourse for five hours. No, no, no. I meant we did this, and we played like that, and we did other things, and then there might have been some intercourse, and then there was other stuff. And I meant five hours of the whole erotic encounter. Mm-hmm. But for so many people, they think um, that sex is very mm-hmm. limited 
genitally focused activities and that's why yes. we i think when we when we're when we do things like the super sex makeover we we spend so much time um with the whole body with the mind with the heart and the spirit too because all of those things are, i think are equally important to having you know the kind of fulfilling amazing sex that it is possible for everyone to have Yes. So speaking of the Super Sex Makeover, Sherry and I are teaching a three-day weekend retreat called Super Sex Makeover. You can find out more information about it at supersexmakeover.com. It will be held in Saugerties, New York, which, Sherry, that's two hours uh, above New York City? It is. It is. It is easily accessible from New York City. Awesome. And, it's uh, September it's, it's, it's 16th a... and 18th. Mm-hmm. September 16th to 18th. I'm just repeating that because it's it's coming up pretty soon. It is. And it's at a retreat center called Miriam's Well. And I know these shows are archived, so I have to say 16th to 18th of 2011, um, just in case people are listening way into the future. Um, so it's going to be awesome, isn't it, Sherry? It is. You know, when we did it last year, we had so many participants telling us how transformative and life-changing it was. That I mean, it literally inspired us definitely to do it again this year. Mm, because, you know, yes. I'm just, that's what I'm a junkie for, getting people all lit up and transformed. Yes, I think that's why we do. Like, I have this folder in my computer that has all my letters from people that, you know, have had an experience or some kind of life change. And I read it on days when I question, like, why do I do this? <laughs> why am I a sex educator? Why am I fighting the culture and like upstream and, you know, like doing all this stuff? Why can't I just like teach something normal? <laughs> but uh, then I read my little folder and I'm like, oh yeah, that's why I teach it. I teach it because that woman had that orgasm or that man had that revelation that changed his entire life and enabled him to have a relationship. It's like, that's why I do it. So I'm with you there. Mm -hmm. Um, We do have for the workshop, supersexmakeover.com. We do have early bird discounts and specials. So if you visit the website right now, you can still get the early bird special. How long is that Sherry? My mind is blanking on how long we have the early bird special until. Uh, you can go to the website and look and see how long the early bird special is. <laughs> All those little details. It's just yes. not our forte. Um, but oh, I and it's at Miriam's Well. We didn't mention that, but that is a retreat center. So it is a retreat where you can come and stay. There are also some bread and breakfasts in the area. But you can tell them more about Miriam's Well, Sherry, because you've actually been there. Yeah, well, it's in the beautiful Hudson Valley. So it's this gorgeous little property. And there's beautiful grounds and a pond, but there's this great, uh, beautiful uh, heated pool and a big deck and a nice um, area uh, inside. And then the actual sessions are in this yurt. And the yurt is this beautiful, light-filled, round space that we're just going to make into the most glorious temple. And, you know, we'll have three days and we'll get to go so deep and just cover all of the things that we think are are important to helping anybody have uh, really amazing experiences. And I want to really emphasize it is for everybody. It's for men. It's for women. It's for people who are single. It's for people who are partnered, um, people of all inclinations and orientations. It's just it's really um, for everyone who wants to really have a transformed, fabulous, 
intimate and erotic life. (laughs) Awesome. Sherry and I are going to do more shows like this, so tune in. Our next show is July 15th. We'll have another great show like this one. Thank you, Sherry, for being on. Again, Sherry's site, IntimateArtCenter.com, our workshop, SuperSexMakeover.com, and my site, SexIsYou.com. Until next time, I've enjoyed Sex with Jaya. Have you? It's I always a pleasure. That. Always a pleasure to have sex with Jaya. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have been listening to Sex with Jaya. For more, you'll have to tune in next Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time to the Voice America Variety Channel. Now, make it the best weekend ever with tips you've learned from today's show. Thanks again for joining us.